We are speaking against the backdrop of the release of the Taub Center's State of the Nation report 2023, uh, which as the center has already noted, given the outbreak of the October 7th war and all that has come to follow, really sort of shifted things uh, in in a dramatic way. Tell us a little bit about how this report uh, has adjusted its outlook or, or how it has adapted to the most recent developments and the impact that we're seeing on Israeli society. Yes, we're putting out the book actually in a completely different format than we usually do. Usually we put the entire book out as one piece uh, towards, you know, sometime in December of, of, that, of that year. And this year, because of the war, we've decided to do it differently. First of all, people's attention span uh, is, is for, for things that are not war-related, is fairly limited. People are not be able to, to comprehend a lot of different things at the same time, which is what we usually have inside the book. So what we did was decide to put out each chapter separately. We're going to be putting out the chapter over the next month, nine different chapters, Two will be coming out every week. Uh, but the first chapter that we put out, which we released this past Sunday, deals with uh, the war. This is a chapter that did, that was not contemplated originally, obviously, when the book was written. Most of the book was completed before the war started. But this chapter, when the war, when the war started, we had to pivot. We had to, and we realized that we really need to address the war and can't now go in. We do everything we've done until now and throw it all out, start all over. So what we did was we left the mo- most of the chapters the way they were, more or less, referring to the war, but very, very minor uh, way, and put out a chapter which takes all the different areas that we cover, all different nine areas that we cover, and looked at those at, at, at those issues um, with respect to what's happened since the war, and put out a list of policy options, recommendations, uh, with respect to what's going on with the war. So let's look at some of those bullet points, those issues that were assessed in light of the war and its impact. Sure. Where would you like to start? Everything, in a sense. I mean, it <laughs> affected. You have a massive call-up of reservists, so there's economic impact. You have a health system and a social welfare system and an educational system, essentially a massive disruption. Would you agree that that might be um, one take on, on what we're looking at here? Well, there's no question that everything has been disrupted. We had about, in October, we had about 20% of the workforce that was not working. Now, that's gone down since. It's gone down significantly. If in October you had about 900,000 people who were not, who had previously been working, but were no longer working once the, once the war started, not all of them because of the war. Some of them were because, you know, it was during the Chagim, during the holidays, and therefore some of them just naturally took vacation, or some of them obviously could have come down ill. But you've gone from about 900,000 people in October who were not working, who had previously been working, to the number somewhere around 500,000 now. In fact, the new numbers were just released today, and I can tell you that the uh, exact number is 503,918, as if that number interests anybody aside from me. Um, well, what does it mean, though, for the economy in the short and longer term? Well, in the short term, obviously, it means very, very great difficulties for the economy. This is particularly true because many of these workers, most of these workers, um, are people who are in Miluim, and they're very, very young, and they, many of them work in high tech. And therefore, the effect on the economy is fairly large. Uh, you do expect a decrease in, uh, in economic growth. You, increase, uh, you, you expect an increase in the, uh, in the budget deficit, and you expect it to affect Israel's credit rating worldwide because of the fact that Israel 
Israel's economy is not as strong as it was two months ago. Perhaps this is a side point, but there's been observations that maybe defying expectations, the shekel, which had been weakening, has gained a bit more recently. That's absolutely true. And that actually can be divided into two separate parts. One of them is just that worldwide the dollar has become uh, has become weaker. And the result of that is that the shekel has become stronger. And that probably explains, I've seen different estimates, but it might be some may, may be somewhere around half of the difference. The other is that the shock of the war has worn off. And there has been relatively, to some extent, some uh, amount of success in the war. And it's been going uh, the way people thought it would. Now, there was fear, of course, that it would spread. And there's still fear that it would spread to a much wider um, a war that it would include the Hezbollah also to a much larger extent. In that case, you would have seen the shekel continuing to get weaker. But because that didn't happen, because expectations changed, therefore that made the shekel partially stronger. Turning now to the home front, which includes the health care system, social welfare, uh, the educational system, certainly these are all areas that have had pre-existing underlying conditions. What kind of impact have we seen with the war? Uh, what's it exposed and what measures might we expect to try and address issues? Look, obviously, everything became much more extreme. So you take a look at the welfare system, and suddenly the welfare system had to deal, aside from the million and 40,000 people that are, uh, that, that are in one way or another have relations to the, to the uh, National Insurance Institute, to Bituach um that number all of a sudden jumped because you suddenly had about 126,000 people who were removed from their homes, and therefore they needed assistance. And that assistance took a little while until it was it was being given. It was given by by uh, by volunteers immediately, but until the system was able to organize and get things moving the way it should, uh, it took time. But that's actually a very very big burden on social workers, on mental health uh, uh, um, professionals. These are things that are very very uh, deeply needed, very heavily needed. The same is true with respect to education. Think about young children. Young children are very much affected by being in a situation of stress. Well, you know, what's more stressful than what we've been through? And that can have long-term effects on those children. These are all things that you need people who really know the fields, who are able to deal with them, to be able to intervene and to help. Take a look at the hospital system. You suddenly had uh, 700 people coming in to, uh, to Soroka Hospital all at once uh, on, the, on, the, on the 7th of October. And the, uh, the Soroka Hospital had run in the past. It had run emergency situations to see what would happen if there was some type of attack or whatever. And they, the maximum number they even contemplated they would have to deal with at one time was between 100 and 200 uh, people coming in. This, this, was, this was so much more than that. And how do you prepare for that? How do you do that? It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot in order to be able to fix, it, to fix that up, to be able to be prepared for such situations, you need a much more, a much larger, a much uh, a, a thinner, in many ways, uh, um, more healthy uh, system that will be able to handle all those issues. So can changes to try and address those issues be implemented at this time, or is Israel still in a reactive mode? Uh, there are certainly things that can be done, that need to be done, and that are being done, in fact. Uh, take the education system. So you have people who are no longer in their homes. You have to find places for their children to be able to be able to study. So when you have a large group that's together from the same kibbutz, let's say, they're all together in one area. So 
you can create special classes for those children to be able to, 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 to absorb them in. When you don't have them, you need to absorb them into existing classes. These are things that are, are obviously being done and that need to be done. The assistance uh, from the National uh, uh, Insurance Institute, where they go in and they're able to help uh, the different populations, obviously a lot is being done. That doesn't mean that more doesn't need to be done, but a lot is certainly being done. You know, you can't get a lot more done unless you're going to have more social workers. Unless you're going to, for, which, which in order to get more social workers, you're going to have to pay higher uh, income. But now that's not something that's going to happen in the short run. When you take a look at the long run, po- run problems, so those long, long run problems have become much more obvious. They've become very, very acute. And therefore, it just makes you understand what the problems are that exist already. And you've got to be able to work in order to improve that. One of the important things that's being done, of course, is, is Takuma. The creation of Takuma is super, super important because that's a group that's looking at the overall issue of being able to resettle the people from around the, uh, the Gaza Strip. And that's super, super important to be able to look at that over a long period of time and be able to take the steps in order to be able to make it better than it was before. That was my next question regarding the internal displacement of uh significant numbers of the Israeli population and uh, those challenges that will need to be met um, in the in the coming period. How can that what are the most uh, top issues that you think uh, should be addressed? Well, obviously, the attention has to be given to those populations and everything you need to do in order to, to get them back, uh, them back in. You know, unless the um, the war is, you know, one to a large extent, unless you're going to get where we want to get with this war. There are a lot of uh, questions about who's going to be willing to resettle in the areas that are surrounding Gaza. If we were to return to a situation uh, in which we did not end this in a, in a, in a way that that will not happen again, then you've got a huge problem in, uh, inside the country. So let's assume that we're going to move towards that direction and, and try to get to that, that position, which is what, of course, the country is trying to do. In that situation, you have to see what you can do in order to rebuild it, uh, the areas that they're stronger from an economic perspective they're stronger and from a security perspective they're stronger these are all things that are going to have to be done you're going to have to be able to work together with the people from each of those little uh, different different areas because not everybody needs the same thing and the the and and given that you're going to have to be able to work with the local municipalities very very heavily this can't be just a top-down uh, situation it's got to be both uh, input from the people who live there and also input from the government in order to make the, uh, the place better. And finally, does the report address in any way, you mentioned about supports for young children and the trauma, but the national population about uh, building the psychological and emotional resilience uh, of the entire population that has gone through this situation, is that something that needs some kind of focused effort? There's no question about it. One of the things that was missing most in the country, to a large extent, deals with mental health. The mental health uh, um, facilities are very, very minimal, and they're not even close to enough. And in the situation that we have now, that's probably one of the biggest failings that we have. We have to be able to address the issue of mental health and the, and the traumas that was created that were created uh, in order to be able to make things better. We're not going to heal without that. 